You ready? Yeah. You ready? I'm ready. Welcome to the Barbells and Briefcases podcast. This is episode number three. My name is John Miller. Nick Saka. Nick Saka's here. We got somebody else in the room too. We have our special guest. We have Derricka in the house. Hey. Hi, Derricka. <laughs> What's How up, guys? <laughs> What's good? Good, good. Good. Well, we're going to bullshit here for like a minute or two. Uh, the reason why, what we're going to talk about today, last week we talked about, uh, on episode number two, we talked about goals because it was closer to January 1st. <clears throat> we wanted to talk about goal setting, goal setting in fitness and business. And we mentioned that this week we'd be talking more on the fitness side, and that is why we have our special guest, Derek here. Both of these guys, both of these, uh, John and Derek together, we feel that they have a good idea as far as what it takes to get in shape and stay in shape, and they can kind of explain to everyone that is interested in some of the biggest myths that there are in in fitness and nutrition. And so they would be the perfect people to talk on these subjects. We have we have the five laid out here. We're going to we're going to go into them. But before we dig into that, uh, let's introduce our guest, our guest, Derica. A uh, couple things about Derica. She is a grinder. So she represents everything that we believe in, everything that 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 our brand embodies, which is hustling in fitness, hustling at your craft and grinding in fitness and staying in shape and looking beautiful like she is. <laughs> Derek Derica is a full-time student just like us when we 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 know the grind as far as you know being a full-time student uh, she's going for broadcast and journalism today was her first day uh, as an intern for power 88 radio KCEP so that's pretty exciting she also has a YouTube channel uh, she'll give you the, the the info on that and her main specialty her main topic on her youtube channel is health in all aspects of life uh, she is working at 24 hour fitness right now even though she's not a trainer there tons of people are asking her and constantly uh trying to pick her brain on what they need to do to, to get in shape and stay in shape i'll tell you even that's why that's when i actually first met Derricka was uh, at 24-Hour Fitness. I saw she was putting up literally some grown man weight on, right. the, on the squat rack. <laughs> <laughs> Going ass to grass all the way down. Uh, there were 45 plates. I think I saw her put an additional 25-pound plate on each side. So what's that, 185? 185. You, you love your math, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and this is at the time where I wasn't like really putting up like grown man weight yeah, yet. Yeah, you were probably quarter squat. Also, <laughs> nah, never that. But uh, I remember just being super impressed, uh, just killing the game. So, so that uh, and she also uh, congrats. Also, she just got another job uh, as well at the win. So she's gonna be. I mean, she, we're talking like multiple different things. She's going got her on. hands in a lot of different pots. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> she has one ultimate goal, and 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 it has to do with this with her health and her fitness and what she wants to do to impact other people in their lives and so thanks for being on the show thanks Derek. for having me guys i appreciate it briefcases podcast episode three awesome. yeah it's exciting so, so tell us tell us about about yourself real quick i know you have uh, the youtube channel 
I know you, I mean, you have so many different things going on. How do you feel? Um, I feel stressed. <laughs> uh, he did a really good job introducing me. I, my hands are pretty full right now. Um, I'm stressed out a lot, but it's exciting. It's fun to finally start seeing where I'm headed and what I'm doing. I'm 22 years old, and I have to say, you know, it's great to be as far along as I am so far. So I'm, uh, I'm still pushing. There's times where I'm like, man, what am I doing this for again? I have to remind myself, and it's fun to uh, get my hands wet into different different aspects. Um, right now, like you said, I'm a, an intern at Power 88 radio station, so that's going to be exciting getting into radio. She got it, Isaac. Oh my gosh, I hope so. (laughs) 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 Then uh, transition into television one day, but fitness is a big part of my life. I love to work out. I love to be fit and healthy. Um, And I actually want to just send that message out to everyone else as well. But I think what you guys offer as far as barbells and briefcases is great to have that aspect of being a grinder who works hard, who goes to work, works long hours, but also still makes that time to work out, get get uh, in shape, be healthy. I think mm-hmm. the two of those are two big aspects in my life, so I feel like it's really important, you know? So I'm, I'm glad to be a part of this and to help out and do whatever I can. Thank you. Heck Thank yeah. You. <clears throat> so we'll jump right into it. Uh, again, what we're going to talk about is five what we feel are, the, are some of the biggest myths when it comes to fitness or, or nutrition. Uh, a lot of people think one thing, uh, but it's, I don't know, you, you, what are your thoughts on as far as the myths are concerned? Because Miller's the one that actually did all the, the research behind these five yeah, myths. Yeah, I, I did the heavy lifting, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good pun. Um, <laughs> Oh, but uh, that joke, he, he's referring to his powerlifting capabilities. Yeah, that too. But, you know, even with the podcast, I do all the heavy lifting you know, in all aspects of life. But um, I have, we've prepared uh, five topics to talk about. Everybody's going to have their own ideas on it. But um, first one I want to talk about as a trainer is actually, it's number two on the sheet. But uh, with most female clients that I get as a trainer, the number one buzzword I hear is tone. I want to tone up. I don't want to get too bulky. That's the first fitness myth I want to talk about. Lifting weights is going to make you bulky if you're a girl. Okay. Derek, well, have you ever fallen into that trap? Ever said the word, I want to be toned. I don't want to get bulky. I have said I wanted to be toned, but I've never, I never thought I could be bulky. I kind of grew up with my dad showing me how fitness worked, and I never thought I could get, you know, that big, and nor did I want to be. So, um, I would go into the gym, and for me, it was just being the best I could be and being the most fit I could be, but I never was concerned with getting too big, and I was always excited to lift weights when most girls wanted to, like, run over and do cardio. I hate cardio. Cardio bunnies here. <laughs> oh, my goodness, the treadmill, I hate it. Um, I'm always into, like, lifting weights, and I never thought I would get too big from it unless I had something that was enhancing those things, and I don't. So I felt like if I had a, a nice, clean diet and I worked out, I would get to where I wanted to be, but never too big. That was never something that I really believed in. And when girls would think, oh, you know, I'm going to get too big, I'd be like, why, why would you think that? If anything, I think you would, you know, become stronger than you thought you could. Right. You would look really nice, maybe have some curves you yeah. didn't think you could have. Exactly. Uh, but never never too bulky. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's the number one thing that uh, we want to get across is that 
if there's nothing wrong with being a strong female not first at all it's fun <laughs> it's, it's fun. lifting weights makes girls sexy Look, yeah, exactly. exactly and having yes. a guy think that is like the best it, thing ever it gives them curves. <laughs> exactly. yeah exactly when you build up your shoulder muscles you build up your back muscles you create like a, a more of that hour hourglass illusion that lots of girls are looking for anyway exactly and well, that's me <laughs> part b that i wanted to say is that women in general produce less testosterone than men mm -hmm. so even if you are lifting heavy and you're, you're eating a, a right diet, you're not going to get to the point where you look manly. Mm. Uh, manly muscle is, I think, what most girls mean when they talk about Yeah, exactly. So, and even going along with that, all these terms are relative. Mm. Like, if you're happy with your body and you like looking strong, who's that? Who, yeah, what's wrong with that? Exactly. Like, <laughs> It's not awesome. everybody wants to be a petite flower. Like. I know I don't. And sometimes I have those days where I feel like I'm actually too small. So it's nice to be next to a guy in the gym and lifting the same weight or squatting the same weight. Like, I don't know how most girls feel about that. But to me, yeah. that's like, yeah, to me, that's pretty awesome. So <laughs> the hell with getting too bulky. I mean, exactly. All right. the stronger, the better. Nick, how do you feel about bulky females? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is just complete opinion based there's no science behind my opinion right uh, but it's the same I think for for uh, for fellas when it comes to when you when you look at like a, a somebody that does sprints they're usually cut and they're ripped and they and they're pretty low body fat low body fat they still got their muscle there and then you look at somebody who does marathons and those guys typically are they're, super skinny yeah, they're tiny because when you you're running that far there's no like you're gonna be burning as much muscle as you are fat eventually right and I guess that's kind of relative to yeah, to, the same to, time. to the females yeah. as far as lifting weights like lifting weights does not make girls bulky or if I lift a certain what certain amount of weight and and that is I mean I'm, I'm glad that that's the number one myth because so many girls believe in in that and it's just not true so exactly don't be afraid to lift weights don't be afraid to lift heavy yeah that's pretty fun like you, i said keeping up with the guys exactly. <laughs> lifting weights is the fun part uh -huh. of working out squats like, do nobody likes people cardio. wonders squats does people justice yeah. like, in yeah. general we all love yeah. squat booty yeah. <laughs> i'm still working on my cake <laughs> <laughs> it's always a work in progress <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you, you put too much emphasis on the other cake. <laughs> pun number two. <laughs> Whatever. All right, we'll move from pun number two to myth number two. <laughs> What's uh, myth number two, John? Myth number two is a two-parter, in fact. Uh, it's uh, squatting deep and running are bad for your knees. How many of you guys heard that before? Definitely heard that before. Um, <clears throat> Especially when it came to squatting more so than running, I think. I've always heard negative things about squatting too heavy, not wrapping your knees, not doing things properly. Um, sometimes people squat really heavy and they don't have proper form. So that can lead, I think, to some issues with right. your knees, of course. Um, but John likes to say otherwise. So uh, I'm curious to see what you have to say about that. Yeah, of course. Um, as far as squatting goes, um, there have actually been studies done on like Olympic weightlifters and if, if you don't know what like you've never seen an Olympic weightlifting competition these guys squat ass to grass like when they're snatching like their butts yeah. are almost touching the yeah. ground well kind of because the weights crashing down. <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. But, and training for Olympic weightlifting most guys squat almost every day if not every day 
in some form, whether it's front squat, back squat, whatever. Um, there was a study done on their knee cartilage as opposed to like general population. Olympic weightlifters, like this elite Olympic weightlifters, have thicker, stronger cartilage in their knees than the average population. And they have no less cartilage degeneration than anybody else <coughs> in the, the general population. Squatting deep has actually improved the health of their knees than it, as opposed to being bad for the knees like a lot of people think. Right. What's interesting to me is that, and this is a great myth, just because there are so many, you don't hear that myth too much from people. You hear that from trainers. Right. Yeah. But that myth is coming from the people that are supposedly supposed to know what they're talking about. And they're telling you, no, don't squat deep because it's bad for the knees. Like, what? No, they're saying don't squat deep because it's harder. And because they're trying to build up confidence yeah. in their clients and their bad trainers. Shout out to our guy on Instagram, Quarter Squat Gang. Yeah, it's, it's a, Check them out. Yeah, it's an awesome Instagram account. Spreading knowledge that quarter squatting is not okay. It's not acceptable. You know, re reduce your reduce the weight, increase increase Open your, your depth. form. Yeah, reduce yeah. your ego, increase your depth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's important. Go all the way down. Yeah, and, and as far as running goes, I know I've heard that you know running is bad for your knees too. Um, when actuality, um, there's a, more studies done that that proved that if as long as you're at a healthy weight and you're not you know genetically predisposed to having arthritis in your knees, then running is not any more damaging to your cartilage than any other normal activity. Mm. Uh, high impact sports like basketball, football, those are the sports where you generally see more knee injuries and knee surgeries. And right. More so problems. than squatting? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, like Olympic, there was another study in, for Olympic weightlifters at the Olympics where um, their knees were had less arthritis and less degeneration than those of like the high impact sports. Like I was saying, that's interesting. Yeah, like that. that's crazy. That makes sense. I had never hurt my knee ever until I played basketball. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've seen so many oh. knee injuries yeah. with basketball. Yeah. <laughs> so many. I'm not a baller yeah. either. Like, yeah. You're just uncoordinated. <laughs> yeah, that's, this is true too. <laughs> I, I've always said Nick is the most athletic, uncoordinated person I've ever met. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a rough life I lead. <laughs> He doesn't get tired. He, he's, he's stronger than most people, most general regular people. Regular people. Yeah. <laughs> Not our friends now. You know, too yeah. Powerless yeah. Now. yeah. <laughs> but um. But yeah. No. But, yeah, but, but playing basketball. To, yeah. That that's the only yeah, time I hurt my knee. Yeah, at least you hustle, man. That's it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's hustle on to the third biggest myth. All right. How did you want to add anything to that one, Derica? Uh, you know what? Uh, as far as running is concerned, you know that makes sense that like athletes such as basketball players and things like that have more of an, a knee problem than right. someone who squats. That's and interesting. It's, it's more high impact. Yeah. Like, especially when you're jumping up and down, that's a lot of like force coming mm -hmm. down on your knees. And yeah, I didn't. I didn't look at it that way. I I would think that someone <laughs> squatting like over two hundred pounds would would have more of an issue than the person running across the basketball court. So that's when, interesting to me. When you're working out, you're building muscle. You're building up those parts of your body that you're okay. working. Uh, another thing I want to add to that is squatting and running with proper form, or squatting with proper form and running with proper shoes. Uh, yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah, People yeah, don't know the difference yeah. between a training shoe and a running shoe. Never run in a training shoe. I've made that mistake before. Me too. I did that and, at a Spartan you know, race before and it killed my ankles. Yeah. One time, yeah. one time I went to a Spartan race 
uh, going as a spectator. I didn't expect to run it myself. Right. <laughs> snuck in, right? <laughs> yeah, Spartan Race, if you're listening. Sorry. Screw you guys. You got to charge too much anyway. <laughs> no, but so I, I went, and I went in some vans. I didn't expect oh, to do no. the race. I didn't expect to do the race at all. So no foot support. So I went as a spectator, and then I realized, I'm like, hey, no one's watching this gate. My two cousins are about to do beast mode this Spartan race. <laughs> I was like, I want to do it. <laughs> and that was, that was the only shoe I had. I had didn't even have running anything. Mm-hmm. But I did the race, and I beasted it, too. Like I, They were training weeks for it, and I was over here hanging with them in vans. Uh, oh, in bands. <laughs> and bands and, and how'd you feel afterward how'd your feet feel how'd so your this is feel? this is just where i was going with it is that i didn't know what shin splints were <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i just always heard that term being tossed around but for like like three five six months after that my, oh my goodness my uh shins were splinted apparently or whatever oh, <laughs> whatever a shin splint is that's what i had and it like freaking minor hurt stress fracture yeah what should yeah. you have on a sofa for you? Yeah. yeah like i mean it felt like uh what is it what's 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 it hurt okay it hurt so a lot of ibuprofen yeah yep. 800 milligram <laughs> yeah so so anyway, so yeah, so and then also, I mean, I'll even add to this as well. Uh, since I've got knee sleeves, oh, coming all power lifter, yeah. power, la- power lifter ish. <laughs> trying to convert you over to the dark side, right? <laughs> since I've gotten the knee sleeves, it, 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 it does help with your squats and it keeps the, your knees nice and warm. It keeps the joint warm, keeps everything moving safe. You know that's why you know, especially in winter, it's important to keep warm because like your joints hurt when it's cold. Right. Yeah. That's why some people get into the sauna room yeah. before their workouts that's just to warm up and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. where the term warm up comes from because you want to warm up your joints so they're loose. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's, uh, let's get to number three. All right, number three. A lot of people think that doing higher reps will burn more fat. Mm. Definitely heard this one before. Definitely thought this before Me when too. I was starting out as well yeah. is that, you know, you know, standard range is eight to twelve reps. If you're doing like fifteen to twenty, those that's the the fat burning range, and you know the five and less, those are the the power lifting, like strength building. Yeah, yeah that's how you get strong and bulky. Ranges. Yeah, and bulky. Yeah, that's what yeah. I've heard too. And this so. is definitely not the case as long as volume is the same. And by volume, I mean weight times sets times reps. If volume is the same you're going to be burning the same amount of fat no matter what. You're building muscle. The important thing to know when you want, when if your goal is burning fat, is your caloric deficit. It has nothing to do with your rep raising. Nutrition, right? Rep ranges in the gym don't mean anything. As long as you're pushing yourself in the gym, you're going to be burning the same amount of fat no matter what. Okay. Same thing strength-wise, too. I, I go through phases where I'm doing high reps. I go through phases where once I get, when I'm getting closer to the competition where I'm you know doing lower rep stuff, trying to figure out, you know, exactly you know what weights i'm going to be lifting in the, in the actual meat okay. but um but as far as if your goal is fat burning fat diet's the number one watch what you're eating yeah doing the appropriate amount of cardio pushing yourself just as much in the cardio area as you are in the weight area okay yeah. so well let me ask you if you're doing higher reps um for you in particular you know, what's your weight? Is your weight the same all no, the way through? Are you have are you uh, you know benching? I guess you could say like less weight. What are you? What yeah, are you of doing? course. Like it, whenever I go like higher rep ranges, mm-hmm. I'm doing a lower percentage of my workout okay. max. Okay. But I mean, like 
if you do like 70% of, of your one rep max for three sets of 10, mm -hmm. that's the same as doing 90% for five sets of five. Got it, okay. Because the, the volume is gonna be pretty close or the same. Okay. Well, what do you think? Your you know, experience? I, you know, I can't, I don't check my, you know, actually, you know what? When I do a ton of reps, I, st I mean, I can be doing lightweight and I still won't really see the difference in my body, okay. at least, you know, from a fat burning standpoint or anything like that. But when I am pushing myself to my limit, so mm -hmm. yeah. I am those, 70. Those last like three reps are really hard. No exactly. matter what rep range right. yeah, right. Exactly. You're pushing yourself and the last several reps hurt. <laughs> That's where I see a change in my physique. That's when in my body. That's when you and, break through barriers, man. Exactly. Like like that quote Muhammad Ali. He's like, I don't really start counting until it starts hurting. Mm -hmm. right. So it's like, how long? How many does it take for it to start hurting? It, for me, it takes like eight to nine mm -hmm. before it starts hurting. So depending on what you're pushing on out. what you're yeah, doing, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, shoot, if I'm doing a heavy squat day, yeah. even if even reps two, three, yeah. four, four, <laughs> it's like yeah. hurting. And, I'm gonna feel it right, day. right, right. But imagine if you just started counting as soon as it started hurting, like that'd be outrageous. <laughs> what about so, the, what about burning out? If you get on a machine, for example, you put the weight where you want it to be, and you just sit there and you pump it out, like you said, until it hurts, and then you stop, you give yourself like a minute rest, you go back, you pump it out. I mean, are those results going to be different than someone who wants to gain weight as opposed to losing weight? If someone wants to gain weight, it's all about calories in versus calories. Okay. Out. All about calories, not necessarily, you know, yeah. what you're doing at the gym. Yeah, I mean, okay. working at the gym, breaking down muscle, if the volumes are the same, then the that results are going to be very, very similar. Okay. Yeah. That's the main thing I want people to take out of this. Um, so, that being said, we'll move on to myth number four. Which one um, is that? Sodium mm. slash salt is bad for you. It's too much sodium, the... the the big myth is that sodium will lead to more heart problems, higher blood pressure, things like that. I think we hear that a lot from doctors, you know, when you go get a checkup or something like that yeah. and your cholesterol is high and yeah, this cool. is high. Cholesterol is a big thing too. Yeah, it really is. High. I think that it's wise to be like, you know, aware of how much salt you're you're taking in. Right. I definitely. think that you need salt. I think it, I think it really just depends on how much of it you're taking in because whatever you're eating, Nine out of ten times, you know, there's going to be some type of salt in that food already. So right, depending yeah. on how much you keep adding to it, what type yeah. of salt you're using, I think it all plays a role into oh, yeah. it. And right. when you're an athlete, you need salt. And you, you sweat. You, when you sweat, you need sweat out of that salt, too. Yeah. Um, I think it just depends on how much of it you're, you're taking in. Now, I think you still need it, but I think that's what's important. Yeah, to piggyback on what you said, Derek, I think you're right. Like, I feel like a lot of foods have a natural... Mm -hmm. A natural amount of sodium already. Mm -hmm. So when you're just bananas have sodium, right. yeah, right. everything. So if you're adding salt, you're just a fat ass. Pickles <laughs> <laughs> you know, have a lot of sodium. Yeah, uh, naturally, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Tuna, tuna has a lot of sodium. Exactly. Um, yeah. The important thing, kind of, I'm gonna piggyback off both of you, is the quality of the sodium that's shaken in is very important. Like table salt, for instance, is sodium chloride. Mm -hmm. Sodium chloride is. 60% or 40% sodium, 60% chloride. So if you're adding that to... Didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Yeah, table salt is not just sodium. It's 
partially sodium and partially chloride. I use sea salt. Does anyone yeah. else sea use sea salt? Sea salt is, is a better alternative to, okay. to table salt. Um, you know, condiments have a lot of sodium. Yes. Ketchup, ketchup, mustard. You know, there's there's ketchup that has no salt. Oh, my gosh. Don't It tastes so different. Right. Oh, it's so different. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I know it's healthier, so I use it, yeah, but it's yeah. different. Yeah, but sodium and... and Derek also mentioned that is sodium is an electrolyte. Sodium is gonna it's gonna help you retain more water so that when you're dehydrated, you retain more water when yeah. you you have an adequate amount of sodium in you. Is that but why Gatorade has so much sodium in Gatorade? Right? Exactly, because it's it's gonna and it's, it's more than just it, water. It's come out of your pores the same color. <laughs> exactly. False you know, advertising. Your, your, your black shirts are gonna have those little white stains all across. Them. <laughs> yeah. That's sodium when you're when you're sweating the little white stains. Mm -hmm. That's sodium that you're sweating out. So if you do have a, a high enough sodium diet, you can see a lot of white in your sweat. Um, for bodybuilders, you know, as they get closer to meat, they have above average sodium intake because it helps because that extra water helps them have fuller, more uh, leaner looking muscles, harder, like a harder physique. Um, I know as a power lifter, I use sodium, especially on my meat days because I don't want to cramp. And also because if I, especially if I did a cut, a weight cut, and I'm trying to get back to my normal weight, the so having a lot of sodium is going to help me retain all the water that yeah. I'm taking in as well. So that way I'm fuller and stronger. It helps with blood circulation. Sodium is a very, very important part of everybody's diet, and not having enough is a very dangerous thing, especially if you're an athlete. Mm -hmm. I agree. All I right, that's a good one. The last, the last uh, myth we have is a uh, very, very near and dear to one person's heart here. <laughs> What is it, John? Uh, it's uh, the little cows, calves. No. Nick's, Nick's best friend, worst enemy. <laughs> Mine too, if it makes you feel any better. It's, it's how, how many people have said, calves are genetic, you're not gonna be able to grow calves no matter how much you work them. Um, you know what, I was one of those people, I'm not gonna lie, because I was told that, you know, like 10% of the world, you know, you're born with like great calves and everyone else has to fight to have them. And I'm one of those people who I don't have huge calves and I wish that I could. And I, I work on them. And I'll see them grow a little bit. They don't grow as nearly as much as I want them to. Team no calves. Yeah, team no so, calves. No ugh. joke. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it is what it is. I think they definitely can grow in time depending on how much you work them, what you do. But I definitely was one of those people. I was like, my calves are not going to grow no matter how much I work on them. And I'm just going to accept that. But I look at things a little bit differently now. They yeah. grow. It just takes more time than any other muscle in my body. You can work grow. them bad boys out. No, yeah. Yeah. Every day. yeah. Nick, Nick, have you given up on your calves yet? No, gosh darn it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so, not going to give up on it. I'm, I'm going to keep on going. Exactly. And when I hit calves, it's not even to grow calves. It's because fuck John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate John so bad. There, there have been so many Instagram memes that I've like tagged Nick in about, going, about having small calves and Listen. eating real calves. And Listen, I'm top heavy, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> so, Genetics. John, John can't grow a chest. Yeah, I got to grow a chest. <laughs> you know, if, if, if I could have a bigger chest like Nick, my bench press would be 100 pounds more than this right now. <laughs> no, but, but, that, but this is a good topic, though, because 
yeah, a lot of. I'm here to tell you, Nick. Today, a lot of I, people like to wear sweats all year long. Uh, when <laughs> when it's summer, <laughs> it's wintertime right now. It's wintertime right now. If it's summertime, yeah, it is cold as crap outside. It is January 21st. All right. Yeah, I'm here. Midst of the winter time. I'm here to tell you today, Nick. That all hope is not lost. You can grow calves. The the myth that. Calf muscles is genetic and you can't grow them is only half true. Okay, what do you um, have to do? I want to hear this. Well, first off, you got to understand the, the genetics of the calf is that, or the physiology behind the calf muscle is that it's two, the two major heads, kind of like your triceps, mm-hmm. where there's a soleus muscle and a gastrocnemius muscle. The soleus muscle is 90% slow, t- slow twitch fibers. Slow twitch fibers have 50% of the growth potential that fast twitch fibers have. That means that that one head is, is going to be really, really hard for you to grow. And you're going to have to do a lot of different things to make them grow. You're going to have to hit them a lot of ways, and you're going to have to make it a priority. Biggest thing, if you want a muscle to grow, is you make it a priority in the gym. So Nick, if you want to make your, your calf muscle grow, you're going to need to work it out two three times a week. And if you're really serious about it, you might, might want to make it like the first or second thing that you work out when you're in the gym. And you're gonna have to hit it with a mix of upper rep ranges and a lot of volume. Mixing up your exercises, you know, sitting seated calf raises, standing calf raises, donkey, donkey calf raises, all that stuff. Always oh. with weights, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. You you know wanna, you know, it's like any other muscle. If you want it to grow, you gotta lift it heavy, you gotta hit and you gotta hit it with a lot of volume. I believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. And I'm not the only one, okay? No. Because I know that there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of team, a lot of members of Team No Calves oh, out yeah. there. Oh, yeah. Especially a lot of us women. Oh, my goodness. I don't know too many women that have great calves. So when I find them, I'm, that's like their asset. Like, they have amazing calves. And yeah. everything else is like, eh. And for me, that's how it is. I'm like, everything else I can work on, but the calves is just like, eh. <laughs> so I'm working on it too, ladies. And uh, we're going to get there eventually. Um, as far as working uh, my calves, I do work on them. Sometimes I give up on them, like like yeah. I was saying. Sometimes I'm the like, you know what? Yeah, you don't feel yeah, like. Yeah, I'm like, if I worked out this hard, I don't even want to dedicate any time to it if it's not going to do much. <clears throat> but you know, for the most part, I'll try to keep going with it. It's it's worth it. Yeah, I mean, it, you got to think about it like it's it's just another muscle. It's like your biceps. Like if you left your your bicep workouts to the end of every workout, and sometimes because you worked out so hard, you yeah. know, nah, yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do it next time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are your arms gonna get any bigger? No. Yeah. My arms grow faster than my calves. I can say that much, but That's true. you know, <laughs> you know, like I said, I'll still work on it for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's all I got for you from this, Nick. Well, good. You got anything else left to say? No. Keep hope, my fellow team no caffers. Derricka, where can we find you at? Where can everybody find you at? Uh, I am on Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube at Derricka, apostrophe, capital A, R-R-Y-C-K-A, underscore, capital I-T. 
Um, that is all my handles, so YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat, if you guys want to follow me on there. I should also be on the Barbells and Briefcases uh, Instagram page. If you can't find me, I'm sure there's a picture we'll of me somewhere. And tag me. Yeah, they'll yeah, tag me in there somewhere. Podcast, Absolutely, yeah. We could put her in the show notes and all that fun stuff. Yeah, of course. Oh, of course. So. Yeah. Cool. So I'll be there as well. So thank you guys for having me. This was really fun. Yeah, yeah. of course. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Derek yeah. will be on future podcasts as well. How do we do on timing this time? We're at about 31 minutes, man. We Perfect. Made it. Nice. We made it. We're getting better at this whole podcast, dude. <laughs> no, but thanks for tuning in. Next week we should, or not next week, but our next podcast, we should have another special guest uh, on the show or on the podcast. I keep calling it a show. It's a show. We're, we're okay. entertainment. Yeah. Okay. You're funny looking. All right. <laughs> I hate John. John has, John has no personality outside of this podcast. <laughs> All the punchlines. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Bye. See ya.